Welcome to South Asia Chat, a podcast brought to you by the Institute of South Asian Studies at the National University of Singapore. I am your host today, Claudia Chia, a research analyst at the Institute. On 10 May, Yoon Suk-yo was sworn in as South Korea's new president and the leader of the nation's first conservative government in five years. Yoon is a first-time politician and former prosecutor general who has actively voiced a desire for closer relations with the U.S., taking a harder line on North Korea and reducing dependence on China. His leadership is expected to revise many aspects of South Korea's foreign policy goals, and the Indian Prime Minister Modi congratulated the new South Korean president in his tweet that he looks forward to working together to further and strengthen and reach the India-South Korean ties. Here at South Asia Chat today, we want to discuss the new foreign policy goals of the Yoon administration and how it will impact the relations between India and South Korea. It is my pleasure to be joined in this session by Dr. Lavida Singh, Director of Peace and Security Studies at the Asia Institute in Seoul, South Korea. Welcome to South Asia Chat today, Dr. Singh. Thanks for, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be with you. Now we go on to our first question. Do you see a clear difference between the foreign policy goals of the new administration under President Yong and the previous administration under President Moon Jae-in? Yes, uh, there's a, a crystal clear difference in you know, North Korea, China, Japan, USA, Southeast Asia, and economic engagement policy with East Asia. Stronger alliance with USA is a hallmark of June administration. During Moon presidency, USA did not have a full-time ambassador to Korea for, the, for most of the time. We are also expecting improvement in Korea's U.S. ties. June revisions additional deployment of THAAD against the protection of North Korean missiles. So, difference is very clear on many fronts. So, in his campaigning efforts, President Yong has called for deepening relations with Washington and to strengthen the South Korea and U.S. bilateral alliance. And we know that President Joe Biden is visiting South Korea and Japan in two days' time from May 20th to 24th. The meeting agenda will most likely be the denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula and the consolidation of allies to compete against Beijing in the Indo-Pacific region. So, in this regard, how does the new Yon administration feel about the Quad? And in your opinion, is it likely for South Korea to formally join the Quad? Just a denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula is expected to be the key issue during Biden's visit to Seoul this weekend. South Korea is most likely to join the Quad very time, sometime very soon. During the Moon administration, China was refusing to uh, allow uh, Korea to join Quad, but not anymore. Geocellated initiatives such as Indo-Pacific Construct and Quad are getting a lot of support from the new president. So we are expecting that a new president will tilt towards the USA very fastly. The Indo-Pacific Economic Framework could be launched as soon as this month to fill the gap in engagement policy with, with the region since 2017 when the president Donald Trump quit TTP. So we are expecting not only um, Quad, but also more deeper economic engagement with USA and the region from South Korea. So in this new administration, how do you think India will feature in Yon's consideration? I think uh, India will feature very high in June's foreign policy. We are expecting a very big push for stronger India-Korea strategic alignment. For the first time, 
Indian foreign policy are perfectly aligned. Both countries want stronger partnership. Not only military ties, we are respecting overall growth in India-Korea ties. Trade, investment, cultural, everything is going to get big push. We are expecting that SIPA may also be updated very soon. Korean tourist flow into India will also increase many, many fold. Trade target of $50 billion will also get very big push. So as a whole, we are expecting that high time to strengthen India-Korea partnership has come. So the high time for both countries has really been ushered in with the new South Korean administration. In that way, um, how could both countries then boost business connections, cultural linkages and people-to-people contact? As you know, uh, so far, India-Korea relationships are state-driven, state-centric and state-controlled. Not many government players have very say in the relationship. But we are expecting that with the moon administration taking over, more and more private players will be given uh, say into the relationship. So we are expecting uh, uh, new ideas, new perspective will flow into the, into the relationship. So we are thinking a decision-making process, which has been so far uh, uh, controlled by few institutions, uh, will get uh, broader participation in the region. I think uh, uh, administration has a strong political will to strengthen the strengthen the relationship with India. So many many problems which were hindering the growth politically will go, uh, will be removed automatically. I think uh, uh, we are expecting a, a very big. Uh, in India, India Korea ties in the coming days, the coming years. Beyond India, how is South Korea engaging with other South Asian countries? That's a very good question. As you know, uh, during the Moon presidency, South Korea adopted uh, what we call a new sovereign policy. Under this policy, South Korea was trying to engage with the uh, Southeast Asia as well as South Asia. So this policy was very successful. Uh, and uh, South Korea succeeded in strengthening the relationship. But so far, that policy was focused only on uh, only on uh, economic engagement. But now uh, we think that with the new administration uh, taking over, we are expecting that uh, South Korea's relationship with Nepal, with Bangladesh, with Sri Lanka will be engaged not only not only economically but as well as politically and strategically also. I think uh, South Korea will play important role in the growth of these small countries. In the, so India may be a big player in South Asia, but these two three countries are going to get a special attention from, from South Korea under new president. So as we see the global world order be increasingly divided among countries and also in the latest crisis of Ukraine that happened in late February, in this global reorientation and a possible upheaval of the world order, what could South Korea learn from the Ukraine crisis and also the new initiative of the Indo-Pacific powers? Yes, ma'am. There is a strong parallel between Ukraine and South Korea. Both are long, both are torn between the so-called best, the European Union and NATO for the former and USA for the later, and their mighty neighbors, Russia and China, respectively. If President... Uh, Billion Putin succeed in toppling the Ukrainian government and play, play no price. There is, then who is to prevent China or North Korea from engaging in similar attacks on South Korea? So South Korea is very seriously worried about the outcome of the Korean or Ukrainian war. So they are preparing accordingly. I think another important uh, lesson which South Korea will learn from the ongoing economic crisis uh, uh, 
in Ukraine is that economic sanctions have a limited role to control the behavior of, uh, of foreign powers. So far, uh, South Korea was uh, using economic sanction as a as a tool to control North Korea's behavior. But in case of uh, Russia, they failed. So I think uh, in the future, North, South Korea may not depend so much on economic sanction to control control North Korea's uh, nuclear behavior. And I think uh, we are expecting that South Korea will adopt new foreign policy, new initiative to deal with North Korea. Also, we think that uh, important lesson which South Korea is going to learn, no matter how many friends you have, no matter how many uh, allies you have, ultimately you have to depend on your own security, like Ukraine. Ukraine has many friends before before the war, but when the war started, Ukraine was uh, has to defend himself alone. Same same thing can happen in South Korea also. So South Korea has to uh, build its own strong army, strong armaments. So I think uh, South Korea is going to prepare accordingly. Um, last but not least, do you have any? advice or any tips for the people who are watching the new President Yoon for the domestic politics of South Korea? Uh, are you confident that um, the new conservative government will really help to boost the South Korean economy and bring the foreign policy to a higher level? As you know, uh, Korea do not uh, occupy a very important place in the Indian public. Many people in India, in India don't know about uh, Korea much. So they don't know uh, foreign policy, economic policy of uh, of South Korea. So that is why uh, foreign, uh, Indian foreign policy makers do not give much attention to, to what is happening in the peninsula. But I think time has come when the average Indian uh, or average uh, people in the region should pay very, very uh, close attention what uh, President June is trying to do uh, because his policies are very uh, strongly uh, aligned with the USA and other democracy. So this is a very high time. Singapore, Japan, India, Korea, Australia have a high chance, high chance to build joint together and build a peaceful Asia. So, average people should start uh, taking active interest what is happening in Korean policy. Never before South Korea has a leader which is so proactive, so pro-engaging. As you know, traditionally South Korea is called Hermit Kingdom. It means South Korea not like to, uh, not like to engaged with the region, you know, they left. They want. They like to live peacefully by themselves, but not anymore. This president uh, is a strongly uh, proactive uh, president, and he is going planning to engage with the region very, very actively. So, but they, but his efforts, his uh, his uh, mission can succeed only if he gets proper support from regional countries. So, India, India, Japan, Singapore. Australia should also properly respond to his policy. If these, these countries fail to respond, his policy will not succeed. So it has to be once a, once a lifetime because not many times South Korean people are trying to engage with the region. You know, South Korean people are always a kind of a Harvard Kingdom type. You know, they want to live by themselves. They're very economically engaged, but very rarely. But South Korea, this president is trying to engage multiple ways, not only economic, politically, security-wise, culturally. So this is very good opportunity for all of us. And not many people know about him, but he is a very, very ambitious person. You know, he wants to make Korea as a global power. He's talking about global partnership. He's not talking about region, regional wise. His vision is so big, so big and so large that he's talking about global partnership. So he's crafting a new policies to engage the, at a global level. So this kind this shows the new level of confidence in Korean people. You know, this shows the new, new ideas which are leading Korea's foreign policy. 
Korea is talking about global partnership. For the first time, Matt Korea is seeing itself as a global player in the global stage. But his, his, uh, this policy can succeed only if you get proper response from uh, regional countries. So regional countries should take this opportunity very, very seriously and uh, open-handedly open, uh, uh, so that uh, he can be embraced. His policies of engagement can be embraced by regional country and everybody can benefit from him. I see. I uh, myself are very interested in the new development in South Korea as well. And I, like you, look forward to what the new administration under President Yoon will do for India and South Korea relationship in future. Thank you for sharing your insights with us today, Dr. Singh. We have learned a lot about the new South Korean administration and the future of India and South Korea relations. Thank you very much for having me. I'm so happy to be with you today. Yes. Um, with that, we come to the end of today's episode. You were listening to South Asia Chat. To learn more about our work, visit us at ices.nus.edu.sg. You can also get updates from our platforms like Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you. Thank you.